drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, caught, touchdown, Detroit Lions, Marvin Jones. Stafford! Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on everybody? I am here talking fantasy football for the Fantasy Football Flavor Show. And uh, I'm actually at my place right now, just waiting on Grifka. Uh, it is Sunday evening. He's coming over here. We're going to load up the vehicle and then hit the road this evening to head to Green Bay for the Lions-Packers game at Lambeau. So just want to do a real quick fantasy show. Um, no sound drops, no nothing, but get you guys caught up on kind of what happened here in week six, maybe prime you for week seven. So, uh, let, let's do this. But, but one of the things I want to hit up off the top was, well, I, I'll wait on that. You guys got to listen to the rest of the episode to listen to uh, what I got coming. But, uh, l- let me hit you with some of the leaders here for week six. So, you know, again, uh, just a crazy week in the NFL, like people blowing up that you didn't expect guys, uh, that you thought would be great weren't. Uh, Chris Godwin continues to be incredible. 10 catches, 151 yards. Did not find the end zone, though. That always hurts you in fantasy football. What, what about Austin Hooper? Austin Hooper is a guy I've never liked, but I did draft him in the uh, Pro Football Focus League that I'm in. This guy every week is putting up like 120 and a touchdown. I, I don't get it. I don't see anything special about him, but he blows up. Um, the big uh, winner of the day was Stefan Diggs, uh, seven catches, 167, three tutties. Uh, that's big time. You know, he had been having all the issues over in Minnesota and wasn't putting up numbers. But I have him in a few leagues, and I kind of just been waiting for him to blow up. Sure enough, he does. Uh, it's about dang time, and uh, I knew it was coming. So, you know, Tom Brady, again, just puts up 334, two rushing touchdowns, uh, no problem. Uh, Matt Ryan, the king of garbage yards, you know, 356, four TDs, and another loss for Atlanta against the sorry uh, Arizona Cardinals. You got Lamar Jackson rushing for 152 yards from the quarterback position. I mean, that's incredible. Chris Carson continues to sort of just be a beast on the ground, rushing for uh, 24 rushes, 124, and and a score. Uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, the old man, 23 carries, 118, uh, did not find the end zone. I actually put him in in a in a league I was in, just thinking that the uh, interim coach would turn to the veteran, and sure enough, he did. Uh, let's see, Julio got over the 100-yard mark. Odell got over 100 yards. Terry McLaurin continues to blow up. So, like I say, uh, some big names up there. Also, some guys that just filled up the stat sheet, winning or losing. But, uh, yeah, crazy week, crazy week. Let's go ahead and look at week six here. Talk through some matchups, things I see. Um, so, so right off the bat, you got your bye weeks. You got the Panthers, the Browns, the Steelers, and the 
and the Buccaneers. So, you know, uh, again, uh, Grifka, everybody can beat me up as much as they want. Uh, Baker Mayfield has not played well. He continues to not get his team over the hump. You know, even with Odell getting 100, he has not uh, been an impact player, which I thought he would. You know, Jarvis, Nick Chubb have been okay. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, the Cleveland Browns just don't have it together right now. I think that they will get it together. I just don't know, you know, when that will be. I think that it's going to take a little bit, and uh, I'm surprised. You know, I thought Baker would play much better at the quarterback position. He hasn't done so. So you're going to sit all those guys down and account for those guys on bye weeks. You know, the Panthers, anybody that has Christian McCaffrey, you got to make sure you got to fill in for him. Steelers, you're looking at Juju. Um and that's pretty much it at, the, at that point. James Conner, I guess. And then the Buccaneers. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin have been big. Everybody else on that offense, you know, especially O.J. Howard. What a bum he's been this year. Um, you know, no big worries there. So, uh, let's see. The Thursday night game, you got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Uh, you know, Chiefs have lost two in a row. I expect Pat Mahomes to probably throw for 504 touchdowns. Uh, let's see here. We got our Lions. Uh Vikings at Lions, so coming home to Ford Field, we'll get the Vikings in our place. You know, Kirk Cousins is playing good. I know Grifka says he's uh, not that great, but uh, he's playing good. And uh, hopefully the Lions will be off a win in Green Bay, so that'll be nice. Um, Rams-Falcons, that jumps out to me, is kind of a fun game to watch. Uh, you know, two teams that will probably put up some points, put up some fantasy numbers. Let's see what else we got here. We got Texans, Colts. Colts, uh, I, I still don't really understand how they're good, you know, but they have a good roster top to bottom, but they're just tough to beat. The Texans going to Indy, but, man, I, I absolutely love the Texans. I mean, Deshaun Watson, absolutely incredible. Um, You know, the like I say, the, the Colts, uh, you just, I don't know. They just run it. They throw it. They play good defense. Uh, tough to beat, so... Uh, we got Saints Bears. That'll be interesting for, like I say, fantasy, but also like us, you know, in the NFC North, want to watch that game. Uh, Ravens at Seahawks. Man, that's just a slugfest right there. That's a that's a tough football game on both sides of the ball for both teams. You got you got the uh, the league favorites. You got the Eagles at Cowboys in the uh, Sunday nighter there. I mean, I would expect the Cowboys to have a bounce back. Probably Zeke going for 120 and find the end zone at least a couple times. Uh, you've got Patriots at Jets. Um, you know, the Jets had a big win uh, this week, you know, just beating the Cowboys. But, uh, gosh, man, the uh, Patriots going to keep rolling. You know, I like all their fantasy options. And it, it's just crazy. You know, that division has been so bad for so long. And, and Tom Brady just has his team undefeated again. So, incredible. But, uh, like I say, that's just a look at what happened uh, this week. Again, it's just Sunday evening right now. Look ahead to what you're looking at. But uh, let's take a quick break, get our sponsors in, and come back after the break because I got something I definitely want to talk about. I'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody, we're back. Now, now here's the topic I want to hit on uh, to kind of finish out the show today. Talking smack with your buddies. I tried to get Big Hughes. He stopped in to do the Kool-Aid cast to talk about Lions uh, at Packers. But I was like, Hughes, we got to do a little segment where me and you talk junk like we do all week. Uh, texting and whatnot about fantasy football, especially when we're playing each other. Um, we, we just didn't have enough time to do that. But uh, Hughes is the guy that loves to – it doesn't matter what his record is. He, he just loves going up against me and trying to beat me. And I'm like, Hughes, I'm trying to win championships. I don't care if I if I go 0 and whatever against your team if I win titles. But he's all about you know uh, that rivalry and kind of beating uh, the buddy that you talk the most junk with. Uh, we have a bunch of fun with it, but uh, like I say, Hughes has, gosh, I think he's got me a couple times this year. We have so many different leagues that we're in or um, that we compete against. So anytime we go head up, you know, we both are kind of looking at that one. But he's got me a couple times here this week. Um, you know, me and him going head up in our ESPN league that we've had for, gosh, I don't even know how long, long time league with a bunch of buddies. And uh, sure enough, Hughes is projected to uh, beat me. Um, told me the week prior that Stefan Diggs was no good and Adam Thielen was the guy. And then when Adam Thielen went off, you know, at two weeks ago, he uh, definitely hit me up and was like, uh, you know, what did I tell you earlier, Okria? Who, who does well for the Vikings? I was like, you said Adam Thielen. He did well. Um, so sure enough, what do I do? I put Stefan Diggs in my lineup. He goes off for, you know, 160-some, three touchdowns, 50 points basically in our league. Um, you know, sends me a text. Dang it, Stefan Diggs. I said, I thought you said he doesn't make any catches, Hughes, for the Vikings uh, until the week I need him to. So so that was big. I mean, a lot of these other leagues I do, you know, I only know some people in those leagues. So I'm not a guy that will go out and, and just talk random smack. But way back in my heyday, I mean, I love talking junk. If somebody comes at me or if somebody wants to have a little fun, I mean, I love – talking smack if people can take it you know I, I don't like when people get all you know upset about it or some people taking it way overboard but you got to have fun with your leagues I mean especially if you're like leading the league and another good buddy is in you know second third place and you guys go head up you got to have a little back and forth to kind of add to the matchup and have a little fun with it so you know, definitely be giving Hughes some junk. I definitely, uh, you know, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast league I started is a bunch of uh, listeners of the show. You know, those are guys that will hit me up on Twitter, kind of say some things here or there. I've really been pretty quiet in that league, uh, probably because my team's kind of been middle of the pack. You know, that was a 20-team league where, um, you know, it was just hard to do. I was doing, like, some other projects while we did that draft. And my team's all right, but it's not great. You know, so, uh, you know, I still got some work to do there, but picked up another dub there, picked up a dub in a couple of my reality sports online leagues this week. So things are really looking good. Again, part about talking smack is you almost got to be careful, though, because I'm a guy that loves to talk it beforehand. But if you go out and talk junk and your matchup's close, you never know what can happen in fantasy football. Next thing you know, a couple deep touchdowns or a quarterback going for three, four hundred yards and three, four touchdowns will end up putting you uh putting you down so I always kind of wait till it's pretty much said and done but looking at my matchup uh, I have a 98% chance of beating the big Hughes in our ESPN league so that makes me feel good as we shove off to Lambeau field here but uh, 
wanted to just hit on that quickly. Like, have fun with your friends. Talk smack. You know, enjoy fantasy football. You only got so many weeks of it. You know, it's basically what a a 14, 15 week league and then it's done for gosh, months and months and months before it returns. So, you know, have fun, compete, you know, nudge your friends, uh, do it in a fun way. Make sure they don't just sit back after the draft. You never hear from them. You want to have that back and forth. You want to, uh, yuck it up. You want to like, you know, <laughs> go at them. And then if you get beat, you know, hope they'll come back at you and, and have that kind of fun, uh, with friends. And even with people you don't know, you know, it's sort of, you get an office league or something. It's a way to, to communicate and just sort of have uh, some fun. And like you say, bragging rights are, are what they are. You know, you want to be the top of the food chain. You want to win that thing. So, um, you know, I think it's just important to, uh, to sort of have that back and forth and then take, take your lumps. You know, when you win, you can celebrate a little bit when you lose, you know, those people probably come back at you and you don't got much to say. You're sitting there going oh damn, you know, took that L uh, or talked a bunch of smack and then ended up losing or projected to win by 50 and got beat by 20. You know, those are the type of things that happen at fantasy football. But uh, just want to encourage you guys again, we're at week six here about halfway through the season. So enjoy it. You know, talk a bunch of smack to your best friends. Um, try to get that first place. If you get that championship, then you really talk smack for the whole offseason. Um, all in good fun, obviously, until that next draft. So, everybody, quick show today. Just wanted to get it in before we head off to Green Bay. Um, we're going to try to do some things from the road. We'll still try to do the Kool-Aid cast. We'll hopefully do some uh, post um, game either on the road or once we get home. You know, definitely kind of recap the game and have a um, do a bunch of things like that, trying to get stuff out, but we're also going to just enjoy the experience while we're out there. So, um, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, again, we can't thank you enough for listening. We can't thank you enough for supporting people and hit me up on Twitter saying we'll be at the game, uh, Kool-Aid cast. You guys got to come by. We love the show. Uh, we're definitely going to try to do that. So if anybody is at the game and hasn't got at me yet at Derek Oakry, D E R E K O K R I E, or you can, um, tweet at Grifka, which is at, Grifka DKC, uh, DKC for Detroit Kool-Aid cast. So we'll have the banner. We'll have, uh, we'll have a few mini bullhorns. We'll have our grill going. We're going to have a, a lot of good times. I think at this football game, and we just appreciate the support, the love and all the fun you guys bring to the show. So thanks a lot for the fantasy football flavor show. I'm out. I'll be back later this week for the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, or maybe even later tonight. We may just uh, hit up the microphones while we're driving all the way up through the UP and down to uh, Green Bay. So who knows when when a podcast is going to pop up. You never know. Um, Thanks, everybody. Take care. I'm out. Drink it in, man.